it's Kara and Lori, the Shoe Talk Girls. And we're so excited today because we have an official professional shoe designer as our guest. Say hi, Cindy. Hi. This is Cindy Waters. She's a wonderful shoe designer who has agreed to come on and let us pick her brain. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, Cindy. We're so excited to have you. We have a lot of questions about what you do, um, not just, you know, the shoes you design and um, how you solve the foot problems of women all across America, but also about your own personal taste in shoes. So tell us a little bit about who you're designing shoes for right now. Uh, well, right now I'm designing shoes for uh, Kmart, all the women's shoes that will be in the store for spring 2016. So in a couple months, you can go in there and find some really fresh, modern, fun, comfortable styles that you want to wear for a really cheap price. That's so great. You're doing something for such a big, big audience. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people who go into the design industry, they get really fixated on making designer garments, and we all love really expensive fabric mm. and the lush, like, allure of high-priced, nice, quality things. But the reality is, especially when you live in New York City, you have rent, you have bills. And we're all cutting back, you know, everyone's more financially savvy. And it, it actually, like, it took me a couple of years to get there, but um, I'm really proud to make really inexpensive things look really good. And that's the hardest thing. That's harder than working in any luxury, because I've worked in luxury, and when you work with beautiful fabric and beautiful leather, it's really hard to screw that up. But when you take an incredibly inexpensive material and make something really cool out of it and you know it's going to it can go to everyone in America that's really rewarding so so when you walked into Kmart and you looked at their shoe department and you know luckily they said okay we want to revamp we want to keep the price low but get a little more nice design in here what did you what was the first thing you, you thought you might do to help improve the situation well first I took a really deep breath <laughs> and kind of <laughs> cried a little because I was like oh my god my work is cut out for me what did I just get myself into? But it's always a challenge. And, you know, I just kept thinking, like, I didn't grow up with a ton of money. And, you know, my family spent, you know, their their clothing budget for the kids at, like, Salvi's and JCPenney's and Kmart's. So I was just like, whatever. You just, you know, you'll get through it. Like, service that person that only has, like, $10, $15, $20 to buy a shoe. So I really kind of, like, what I like to do, no matter where I work, um, is go to the store and just like hide out and, and spy on the people who buy the That's shoes. That's a great thing uh -huh. to do. And it's it's great insight. Like you see It really is yeah. people watching. It's yeah. so and interesting. Then, and then you're the designer and you're in the fashion world as a business oriented person, but to see an average consumer who doesn't doesn't know the technical things or the political things about the shoe, they come in and look at it with different eyes. So mm -hmm. I, just, I just like to spy out. So I spied out for a while to see who came in and what they picked up and what they picked up after, or what department they were and, in. And from. what kind of ideas did that give you for redesign? What, what did you, what direction? Um, well, I looked at their current shoe that they actually came in the store with, and then I tried to figure mm -hmm. out, okay, where is she wearing that shoe? Mm -hmm. If she picked up this loafer, is she wearing that to work? Does she need that because she needs it for her work outfit, or does she wearing that because she's doing a bun bunch of errands with her kids or is she wearing that during the day like you know you just try to figure out what her use of that shoe is and that helps you understand how you should design it and then I would think you're also really trying to talk to the trends as well so what, yeah. what would you say are now that you've revamped it and your oh new stuff's coming out what would you say are the top trends 
first spring you. 2016. Because are you allowed to tell us? <laughs> or yes, yes, surprise. I can make it less specific enough to tell you. I can tell you that our biggest. Not, let me just say right here that I'm a size eight, <laughs> <laughs> and Lori's a you know size how, nine. Do you know how painful it is to design shoes? I'm a size nine as well, and all the sample sizes are size six. Uh-huh. And that's awful. Usually well, that's the, the first I, thing I would revamp. I mean, I wish I could come back with a size six foot because I could get all these shoes. The originals that we buy, the like store. Is that because store. a six looks? Everything looks cute in a size six. No, it's it. There's a technical reason huh. because when you oh, okay, so the different, the biggest difference because I designed apparel before shoes, and the biggest difference is footwear is so much more technical. It is about building molds in footwear. Everything's a mold. So you have to, and everything's three-dimensional, obviously, but it's molds made out of, like, steel and iron and die cut. So you have to start with the smallest size, and then once every bit of the design is approved, you, you measure it up. Okay. Um, and then the, the part B to that question was the trend, right? So the, right now... Everybody for spring 2016. I know this is gonna sound what Kmart shopper. <laughs> you know, that, is their, that is their catchphrase. They, that is their their DNA is. They love that catchphrase. Yes, it's cute. It's yeah. very cute. I remember it well. Yeah, yeah. There's a nostalgia. The difference between K- and I'm, I'm I'm doing a little PR here. The difference between Kmart versus Walmart and Kohl's even like everyone really likes Kohl's now, which is totally legit, but. Kmart has this like nostalgia, even Sears too, has this nostalgia before yeah. huge brands really became, not huge brands, but huge retailers that sold like everything, clothing, food, home stuff. Like there were very few in the beginning and Kmart was one of them. Whereas yeah. now it's kind of like they're kind of all over the place and they've kind of taken over this like nasty connotation of just having a lot of stuff, very big scale, it's for very cheap prices. So yeah. I think that there's like this undertone of nostalgia with Kmart and that phrase because people yeah. do recognize mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing is how everybody likes sneakers and everybody wants comfort and it doesn't matter if it's a high heel, they want that Nike mm-hmm. footbed technology mm-hmm. in the Even footbed. young people, you're hearing that. Yes. This isn't just for your older shopper. This is even right. for the 20-somethings so want comfort. So the craziest thing that I can think of is like, I don't know, I'm used to leather sneakers or fake leather sneakers like I grew up with the old school Nikes and the high tops and the Reeboks and everything was leather but in the sneaker world everything's fabric upper all the really intricate woven Nikes now they're all fabric yeah Nike has those melange ones yeah those are cool but like the younger generations much prefer fabric uppers because it's all about like not feeling like you have anything on you and like mm-hmm. weightlessness and the mm. soles like if we had picked up a sneaker 15 years like ago like the barefoot running and yeah. the, the light air running mm. and so all that mm-hmm. there's Which a lot of, I find very uncomfortable to actually run in but I do too yeah. but yeah. we're but it's because we're so used to what we grew up with so we are now the key term in industry has been athleisure so it's about making something that can be sporty or can be glamorous, but has comfort technology or comfort aspects so that you're not hurting your foot no matter what you're wearing. And you well, can always we love it. We are yeah. already sold and yeah. we'll be lining up outside Kmart. So, good. Good, so, good. So, but then you, your foot lo- footwear line is going to encompass not just that it's also going to have yeah. heels it, like you're going to do will. heels and other things Kmart too right Kmart did not have when I when I first started they did not have a really broad selection of shoes that you could wear with a dress or a party or a club and so we are putting more of those in there there the shoes at Kmart are not called Kmart shoes they have 
um, seven or eight different brands. So each brand matches to the apparel in the store and they all have their own aesthetic. And so there's like a, like a comfort brand and then there's like a teenager brand. So um, we design just into those kind of lifestyles. Um, so there's a whole range. It goes from the, the shoe your teenager's gonna wear to you know your, your, your sneaker to your high heel to your what you're gonna wear to work so that we offer everything. <laughs> okay, so, so if the athleisure is a big trend for spring, what would you say, what other trends are you, are you hopping on there? Are you? Um, well, I love laser cut detailing, um, which is basically like little shapes cut out of the, the upper material. So you kind of get a, like, a lot of texture and dimension. And I like putting them on ankle booties. And what kind of shape? Like a little, a little star? Or a well, little... in the kids' department, there would be little stars. We can't get away with that in the, the women's department. But circles the, or? Yeah, little, size, little different size circles, like kind of what you see on an Oxford shoe. Or I picked one, I just came back from China. And we picked one that had like a little chevron pattern, but they called it fox head. Okay. So I thought that was really cute. Oh, nice. Yeah, I and that laser cut, you feel like you're seeing that in tops and other things as well? Or yeah, just... I, think, I think everybody, like more so than gravitating towards what something looks, we gravitate towards how it feels. And then the laser cut kind of gives you a texture. Mm-hmm. More interest, more visual interest. Yes, cute. Yeah. And so you're charged with adding comfort to the, the trends like laser cut. In a pump or in a high heel, will you do that in keeping the design a pump or do you have to go to a wedge or a flat a platform at that point to, to get the comfort? No, I think, I think personally, and I think a lot of people agree that when you have a little bit of platform under you, it's always a little more comfortable. Yeah. It definitely but, is. Yeah, but the way that we affect the comfort in that, the laser cut won't affect the comfort. Mm-hmm. We just have to make sure we pick the right material so that it doesn't um, break easy. Uh, because the little punched out holes sometimes they, make, they yeah they sometimes they the, can rip when you wear them especially if it's not leather I would think yeah. if it's it's yeah. man made yeah. fabric do yeah. you, can you use leather often I or? can't because we make really inexpensive shoes uh-huh. um, but. Uh, Sears, which is my counterpart, he he uses um, some leather sometimes. And Cindy, what what do you think the direction's going for, for in high heels? Like, what kind of a heel shape? Oh man, oh god! I think more so than high heels. Everyone always wants to to know: is it a season of the pointy toe, or is it a season of the round yes, toe? Yes, we do. We do want to know that. <laughs> uh, well, I can tell you that I know the Kmart customer prefers the round toe. That's pretty obvious with what sells. But, but I've been seeing for fall, even in like kind of Chelsea boots, mm-hmm. everything's getting to be a more pointy toe. Yeah. yeah, you know what? Don't you think? Yes, because when we when we shopped Europe, when we were over there in Hong Kong and China, like I think the rest of the world reacts a little faster to trends, and so mm-hmm. everywhere else it's very very pointy. Mm-hmm. But I think it also makes the fit a little harder. So yeah. in terms of like the Kmart customer, you have to think like. We're not servicing a small community. We're servicing all of America at every age. But yet, they do understand cowboy boots, which are pointy. Oh my god, cow- mm-hmm. cowboy boots! Oh, like there's some kind of like I know, but there's some kind like I don't understand. Like when you look at trends, they keep showing up, and I'm like, how is that a trend? But yet, well, yeah. I'll tell you, technica- technically, a cowboy boot can be much wider and pointier. Whereas if you had the same toe shape on a pump, it would look so big compared to the heel. Uh, right. So it's no, the whole that's proportion. Really See, this is why it's so cool to talk yeah. to a shoe designer. Yes. So when you design that, like, okay, so when you're sitting at your design. 
design table and you're actually designing that. Yeah. How do you do it? Because it's, do you have like a software that you use or do you actually sit there with putty and make the oh shoe my God. shape? Or I, wish how does I, it work? I wish I could sit there with putty and make, I wish I had the, the luxury of time to do that. It's usually like, um, you need to sketch 65 shoes in the next three hours. Oh, we'll have to going post to some your of meetings. your gorgeous sketches. Yeah. So you have to give us a drawing of your sketches I, to take a photograph the of. The gorgeous sketches are like what Cindy's I... Cindy's an amazing illustrator. Oh, thank you. I, I have the gorgeous sketches for very select styles, but most of the time, because of the time crunch, I'm doing like chicken scratch drawings that I'm like, okay, this kind of represents the, the vision of the shoe. And then I... I'll, I'll do like chicken scratch drawings first because I kind of just spit out my ideas and then we go to a technical drawing on the computer using Illustrator. And that's a black uh -huh. and white, very oh, technical okay. picture. So it doesn't have like the pizzazz, like a hand illustration would have, but um, it, and that's it serves what you the send, factory. That's yeah. what you send to the factory yeah. with the specs on it yeah. and everything. And you then... measure everything out. Like you say how big the platform is, like how wide the strap is, oh, like that? the kind of laces. It's very, it's like, it's like decode, it's like decoding things. You, you have a code for all the materials and a code for the size, even the stitch width, the width of the stitches around the shoe make a big deal. It's like a very small detail, Isn't but it affects that interesting? it. Really I didn't interesting. know that. Yes. Yes. I mean, you know, in apparel you have like double needle top stitch. Right. Yeah. So if you do a single stitch on a combat boot, it's not as effective as doing a double stitch or two stitches that have two different widths. But then when Dr. Martens have like those really big stitches yes, on the outside, the or those, is the weld okay. stitch, is that mm -hmm. decorative or is that have a structural? Both. It can be both. Oh. It can mm -hmm. be both. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, so many details. So, so many. So yeah. since you're, you're a shoe professional, Cindy, can we ask you, we have a couple. Yes, like, go We have a whole episode that we did on um, the number six clog boots, mm -hmm. or clog boots Are in general. Are you familiar with the number six clog? Yes. Okay. And so, like, and we also did an episode on Birkenstocks. Birkenstocks. Because we felt oh that those God. are the two... Well, Birkenstock's obviously much more ubiquitous than the yeah. number six club. Uh, the number six club is popular with, with the New York ladies mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the Brooklyn ladies. Mm -hmm. uh, but the Birkenstock is really everywhere now. And so you have any... So we just what's, what's, your have say, what's your take? I have to say, I have so much to say on the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I have to take a deep breath. Okay. We understand. Um, I, I don't... I, I could not get over the Birkenstock craze. I, at the time, I was working at Aeropostale. And so you were being asked to make really cheap versions of them? Yes. For teenagers this uh -huh. time. So it was a little more fun. Because, you know, they're already really ugly. So. <laughs> I mean, I, I had an issue because, because I think as a designer, you try things on yourself to know how they fit, they feel, how you feel in them. So I'm not a Birkenstock person, but I understand the people who wear them. It's totally fine. We all have a purpose for what we wear. Do you think they're comfortable? I think they're like walking on canoes. I mean, I don't, I, I, or like when I put, I'm not, I'm not a sneaker person either, but like when I put super comfort shoes and that is considered a comfort shoe, I feel like I'm walking on a couch, which to me does not feel good. Like mm -hmm. I like very structured you know, um, proper, like, See, old I, school shoes. I, I don't never like, thought they were supposed to be comfortable. I thought they were supposed like, to be like Dr. Scholl's, oh where God. you, like, walk in them and they're good for your, like, no, they're bone like, structure of your feet or something. They're so. cupped and they're, they have the, yeah, like, they the have all that of the foot. Yeah, yeah, which, let me tell, but let me tell you, when I was asked to design into this look without ripping them off 100%, it's actually really difficult because the width of the straps and the widths in between the straps and then the molding of the foot, it's like, 
German God, engineering. Difficult. Yeah, it was so difficult. And they're really, they're, yeah. the, the foot part is really light. And I'm now when you're saying that, I'm just thinking that if that, the cork, the pressed yeah. cork that the sole is made out of, yeah. if that was heavy, the whole shoe wouldn't work because it would yeah. like fight against you yeah. when yeah. you were walking. I mean, and Especially in the Giza model. Which is <laughs> let me tell you that sometimes the component that the, the soles, the outsoles are made of, whether it's a regular shoe, a sneaker, or a, sh a sandal like the Birkenstock, you know, they all have different components. So um, some of them are called blown EVA, which EVA is an acronym for the plastic component it's made out of, or some of them are blown PVC, and then they weigh different things. So a lot of it is dependent on the price of the component, because some of them are way cheaper than others, and some of them have more flexibility. This is where all the technical stuff mm -hmm. comes through. Because mm -hmm. um, shoes are technical. They're so tech. It has to do I mean, with the weight yeah. of the shoe. That makes a big difference. Like, for instance, when you guys, when spring hits and we wear wedges, do you ever notice some wedges are really light and some are clunky yeah. and they weigh you down mm -hmm. and they cause the upper yeah. strap to rip your foot open and that's no fun. But, yeah. it, but yeah. you consider that when you build the shoe and you price it out. You're like, how can I make this lighter or can I afford to make it lighter? Is this lighter usually mean more expensive pr to produce or not necessarily? Sometimes it depends on the volume. It depends on how much business that that company does with the factory because uh -huh. if they, like for instance Kmart, it might be a more expensive technology but we have so much business with them that they would give it to us prorated. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's many factors in that. But um, It helps to be a big company. Yeah. Well, well, has Kmart asked you to do a version of the Birkenstock? Um, well, I came in um, doing the spring line that hits stores in a couple months, and we we did have to do it, but it actually, at the end of the day, our factory didn't execute the upper very well, and we couldn't get the components right, so they bought it third party. I think they ended up buying it from Madden Girl, which was fine, because mm -hmm. I was like, I'm sorry. This, You know, certain factories have cer certain specialties, and it's just better to place things where you know they can be executed. So I was mm -hmm. like, let Madden handle the Birkenstock. Mm -hmm. I'm like, sure. do not yeah. want to. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 But it was hell. It was like, it was fittings and it's, mm -hmm. it looks like a simple shoe, but I guarantee you nothing in footwear is simple ever. Okay. Ever. Now can I ask, before we get to the number six club, this does remind me of something. The few times I've been down the shoe aisle at the Kmart here on Astor Place, there is a Kmart in New York City. Yes. One Kmart. Two. On Astor. There's oh, one on Penn oh, that everybody oh, forgets. Oh, that's this right. This is actually yeah. really better than Astor. I didn't know oh, either until okay. I started. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's on 34th Street. Yeah, oh, behind, okay. or it's like right in front of MSG. Okay, yeah. so I stand corrected. Two Kmart's yeah. in Manhattan. And and I've, whenever I've walked down the shoe aisle there, on the way to the socks, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. I've noticed that it's, I think of, when I think of Kmart shoe department, I think of fake Ugg. Have you been asked oh to, is, are we fi is the Ugg finally over, or have you actually been asked to do the Ugg well, as well? Well, yes. Um, the Ugg. Which we can't put. We can't put it in copy. We can't say it over the phone. Like we have a name for it. Mm -hmm. I think. I think we call it the cozy or the Romy. You know that fun. whole. Yeah. That whole, <laughs> yes. Of the course. Fun. The, uh, the the where that fits in the business is that it always starts selling really well when it's buying things for back to school. So yeah. they. I think they, they retail it for ten dollars. Wow. And it sells ten dollars. Like crazy. What's it made out of for ten dollars? Um, it's made out of EVA, which, which is, is like a foam. It's like a condensed foam, <laughs> melted, melted soda bottles. Cups. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And chewy gum. Yeah. And gum. It's it's a, it's a mystery. Um, it's a mystery and, fiber. 
And my, and flow suede. When we used to design fur. sweaters, they used to have these fibers, and it would be like ten percent Angora, ninety percent this, and then two percent other. And yeah. we'd always be like yeah. other. You know, it's it's other. it's part of the world issue of like waste and consumption. But some like to be honest with you, like especially when you're in the the factory towns, you see miles and miles of landfill. I wish that there was more media. I wish that there was a show that showed behind the scenes on how your product, how mm-hmm. or things you wear mm-hmm. and touch and use every day are made. I'm sure there have been some documentaries about that, but we could we could get on that. That's great. That would, yeah. be, a, that would be a good Michael Moore documentary. An easy transition to the number six clog. Yeah. Um, when clogs, like, uptrended, like, a couple of years ago, um, and I was at Victoria's Secret, I was doing the footwear there, we were asked to make clogs, but we did not have a promised big amount of business doing that particular style. So... You think clog is wood. Our factory asked us to sponsor a tree farm because hmm. of the wood that you use. How interesting is that? That's so yeah. cool. It is cool, but it's like, these are the back end things that yeah. the average consumer wouldn't have any idea about, but are so fascinating to learn. So that's huh. smart. Wow, well, that's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Cindy, we, let's just move on a little bit. You are obviously an extremely chic. Lady yeah. of New York City. And being uh, living in New York, mm-hmm. we know that you walk, and you walk a lot. Yeah. And so what, what shoes do you? Is comfort really important to you, or are you, you're the you know type what? that's just like, you know what, forget comfort. I I, I'm going to sound, I'm really eating my words here, but I am that person that likes to be tall on the subway. And I don't care if my toe is, like, crying for Jesus. <laughs> I, you are not alone, Cindy. I, <laughs> I, I want to wear the the heels like all the time I like being taller on the subway Mm -hmm. I like how you walk in a heel much more than you walk in a flat like I just like that little extra hip check that you get so yeah I don't know it's it's never gonna go away I can't get through the holiday time period without like a cute heel but you know the the clog boots as much as I love them They are a little precarious. Well, like when well, you're going down the, to these the, are, these are flat. These are not the high. These I know, but I don't wear those. I wear the you high heel around ones. Number I wear the high heel ones. Well, I wear yeah. number six, and then I have yeah. a pair of Michael Kors ones, which are uh, higher heel. Uh-huh. Yeah. And all of them, even even the number sixes, I find like when you're going down the subway, or and I have a pair of has beens too, uh-huh. and the same thing with all of them. You're a little precarious going down and up those subway steps, and I'm always thinking I'm going to yeah. trip and fall on my face. Because you can't bend your foot very much? Yeah. Or, yeah. I yeah. think when you're you're in a heel, like, you know, like like a three-inch heel boot that's not a platform but mm-hmm. just has, like, maybe a stacked heel, you know, you can catch yourself if something yes. like that happens. you're on your toes But on still. any of these platforms, you really can't. You're really, like, and, and my Michael Kors ones, I, I bought them thinking they'd be my snow boots because they were shearling lined. And, you know, they're kind of high, and you can fold uh-huh. them over, and then the Shirley shows, and it's really cute, but yeah. they're high heels. And the first time I wore them outside in the snow, they were terrible. Like, you uh, were just huh. sliding all over the place, yeah. and everybody laughed at me and said, that's not a snow boot. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I have a, I bought a snow heel. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, a snow heel. A snow heel boot a from Vagabond. They're a really awesome company. I think they're based in Sweden or So is it a hidden heel? Like, no, like it's a kind of sneaker? It's or an it's... all rubber wedge heel. heel. Mm-hmm. But they have wedges and they have like little heels oh, and stuff. But it's not, it's not huge. thin, but it, it gives you Like a height. chunky rubber Yeah, heel. And, and, it, it, and you don't sacrifice safety for that running around I, You snow? know what, I got through the, the past, the blizzards of the past two years in this one heel. And and I, last year, last winter was horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it's like the snow rain boot. Doesn't yeah. Hunter have a snow rain boot? Hunter too? has yeah. amazing high heeled 
rain boots. I, yeah. I just want them so yeah. bad. They I had a pair years and years ago from Norma Kamali, and they were called high heel sneakers, and they were so cool. Oh, and I love them so much. I couldn't walk in. I couldn't walk in, in them at all. But they were so cute. Yeah. Oh my god. Those yeah. were really cute. I remember that? I think she helped kick off the high heel sneaker yeah, thing. Yeah. They were probably. awesome. What about that brand, La Canadian? They seem like they have like Wait, really good is. waterproof. Yeah, that's a super high-end snow brand. I think they do yeah. heels. Do they're they do Canadian. Heels? Yeah, they do. But yeah. the heels are mostly wedges, and I don't like wedges. Yeah, no, I think wedges are not that sexy. I'm not familiar with that. I should look that up. Maybe I yeah. should be familiar. Yeah. Anyway. Well, um, Cindy, that was so fascinating. Thank you so much for taking us into the whole world of shoe design. It's it's really interesting for us, and we have some sketches we'd be happy to send to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Actually, I would love to know from you guys. I turn the table. What shoe do you guys want right now? I mean, it is what it's like the middle of fall, winter in New York City. But like, what shoe are you dying for? Okay, I'll tell you what my shoe. If if this existed. Um, like a classic Todd's pump, but comfortable. Huh. I don't know what would make that comfortable, but if they could just add, if I could run around in that all day, I'd like that. And I'm not even a pumps person. I'm not that fancy, yeah. but I'm feeling, I'm feeling that shoe. I'm feeling like that, that, that would make me feel pulled together. Okay. Even like a rubber heel, casual, it was like a casual looking, comfortable pump. Cause that really looks good with everything. Any style, yeah. any bottom of your pants yeah. is going to good, look good with a pump. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half inch heel mm -hmm. would be perfect. I don't want anything to do with a kitten heel. Okay. I don't, I'm not, I don't not, I'm just, if I'm going to, you know, I want a heel. Okay. Um, and I don't want it to be above three inches because then it, you know, yeah. then, you know, you're not going to get the comfort. I know, really the, kit, the kitten that. height is funny to me because sometimes, or even like with a mini wedge, like sometimes it's just a little and you don't feel like you got enough, but then the one that's higher is too much and yeah. it's hard to find that yeah. good. I think that would be that would be a dream shoe for okay. me right now. Kara, you're taking notes here. <laughs> well, as winter is coming along and uh, you know, my, my old winter boots fell apart last year and I have this awesome pair of Sherling. They're actually from L.L. Bean and they're just pull-on Sherling boots and they're really, really great boots. But flat? They are flat, but they're kind of like Kind of this motorcycle boot shape mm -hmm. of a chunky mm -hmm. one-inch heel. If it's slushy in the black gross slush of yeah. Manhattan, I don't want to wear them because they're beige yeah. and they have white shirling. Yeah, and limiting. I'm just not going to do that. So yeah. I need like something that's waterproof, but I'm so sick of those sorrel boots that everybody's oh, wearing. Yeah. And actually, I don't think those boots... Because I have a 20-minute walk each way to the subway. Yeah. And actually, like clunking around in those is not no, they, totally that heavy. comfortable. They're heavy. And I don't want, I just want to look like chic, but wearing a boot. So I was looking at the La Canadians, but they're really expensive. Yeah. Understandably, they're yeah. waterproof. But I want a really chic, kind of cool looking, waterproof, you know, and you winter wear boot those that's ducky warm. Boots, those bean boots? No, those suck because those <laughs> are not warm. No, they're not warm. They're not warm. And any kind of those like hunter boots or ducky boots or whatever they are. in your backyard in Connecticut, I don't want anything to do with those. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're the not. The crazy thing is, they're the one of the most desired footwear items across the whole industry. But they're not comfortable. I know. I they're, know. A, they're not comfortable, it's and a, B, they're not it's warm. A look thing. It's also men, something that teenagers chose. Yeah. But, but it's a big, like, back to school dorm when, thing. Yes, yeah. but when I was so when I was in high school, that whole preppy thing was in, and whatever, my mother was preppy, and so she had them, and then I had a pair. And they are horrible on the ice. You you yeah. go flying yeah, on your you you were, slip yeah. and you fall immediately. They're horrible yeah. shoes. I don't uh, like them. I mean, I get they look kind of fun and cute, but yeah, unless you're in your backyard in Connecticut. <laughs> well, I can tell you both that I have both of those needs coming. I have one pump in spring for Kmart. You might die over. 
And oh, I definitely glory. Did, I definitely did a lot of shearling lined ankle boots oh. and tall boots in camera. Yeah, I'll show Era. you. <laughs> and you'll get it for under forty dollars. Now you might not get real suede or real leather, but it's gonna be comfortable. It's gonna look awesome. Yeah. Well, no we can't wait. No one has to know it's not real. No. What they don't know won't kill them. Yeah, yeah. we can't wait to so go to Kmart, but we're going to wait till your stuff friendly. comes in. Huh? You know, you're not yes, hurting. Just like right. Stella McCarthy, yeah. and she charges way more. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And those fake materials at that quality are really expensive, so I can understand uh -huh. why she charges, but sometimes I can't. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much. This has been Kara and, and Lori. And Cindy. And Cindy. And Cindy. Thank you, Cindy. For Shoe Talk. Bye now. Bye. Bye.